Hello y'all. What's up fam? Welcome back again. Welcome back to another episode of Be Mentally Who With Nimi. Yeah. Thank you for writing with me. And yeah, have you been? Have you been? How are you? You know, sometimes if that question is just already becoming the norm. I mean, everybody has, how are you? How are you doing? And most time, people just respond with, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I remember one year, I think that was 2020, I was really concerned about the fact that you keep asking people how are you and people just keep saying I'm fine, I'm fine. I was it was really it's, it was really something of concern to me because I felt like we do not need to ask that question if people if it's already becoming if it's already condescending to a normal statement where we know the normal answer. People just respond I'm fine, I'm doing okay and likes. But I've really seen that that question is dependent on the person that has. Because I, I reached out to someone that year and I was like, why is it that we keep on, we keep asking people how are they and how we hear is I'm, how we is I'm fine. Where deep down people are going through a lot, you know, that was during the pandemic and that year for everyone, for the whole world was a turning point. Yeah, was a turning point. People were going to work less often, isolated. There were there were barriers to um, there were restrictions to people's movement. So people had a lot of time to be with themselves, you know. And sometimes people just sometimes people's job, people's work, they are the distractions that do not allow people to face the reality. So the pandemic was a whole lot and it was during that time that I just got concerned that at this point, if we are asking people how are they, then they need to respond because we know that people are going through a lot. But sometimes we respond, I'm fine because maybe the person that is asking isn't a safe place. Maybe the person that is asking is just someone that we don't connect with or we are not close to or would not even understand what you are feeling so it's just good that we leave it as i'm fine but it's very important that whatever in whatever way you are feeling how how you are doing make sure that you have someone that you have people that you can go to to talk about how you are people that can talk to you people that can hold your hands when you're falling when you feel like strength your strength is failing you that's why i asked how are you so the last episode i spoke on why your mental health needs you and i got great feedbacks you know people said it was refreshing people said they could relate um and i just i i give examples that people could relate with and i love that i love to hear feedbacks i love to hear reviews it gives me joy yeah all right so i want to make a little confession it's nothing serious really i just wanted to say that um you know being mentally prepared and stable 
and ready to record a podcast. I missed all that task. Isn't a joke. As you all know, I'm in the last phase of my studentship and I must tell you there is no time. I'm juggling a lot of things together. My exams are fast approaching and yet I have to do this because consistency is key and because I've started this and the only way ahead is just is just to keep moving, just to keep going. And really it's it's really not about picking up the mic, you know, speaking. It's more of you know the mental preparation, the mental processes that I have to go through to make sure that I deliver in my best capacity. I'm here. I'm here and I'm doing this. So today we'll be speaking on trauma and mental health. According to the American Physiological Association, trauma is an emotional response to a terrible event like an accident, rape, or natural disaster. Immediately after the event, shock and denial are typical. Longer-term reactions include unpredictable emotions, flashbacks, strained relationships, and even physical symptoms like headaches or nausea. I chose to speak on trauma and mental health because I'm big on that. Yes, I'm big on trauma and mental health. I'm big on helping people revisit things of the past, you, and be a better version of themselves. So we have seen the what definition of trauma is and its effects on our mental health. You know, I spoke in the last episode, I said, you can be a normal human being. You think you are breathing, you're living, but there are things that have marred you. So trauma is anything that eats deep into people's originality and deforms them. Trauma is more like an accident. Trauma is more like an accident. Let's just say it's not, yeah, we know trauma, tra- apart from, let's, let, let's take it away from physical accident, maybe a car accident or anything physical. Let's call it an emotional or mental damage. I know it's, it's an alteration in, on a normal functioning mind and behavior. After which there would be wounds, deep injuries and scars. One example of trauma which we can all relate with is childhood trauma. Everybody wants had a childhood. And whatever age, whatever face you are that are listening to this podcast, you once had a past. You once had a yesterday. Somehow, trauma could have found its way in. So I'd just like to bring us closer to the things that happen, the ways in which trauma can can it in our lives. Because, you know, sometimes people do not understand what trauma really is. And... Um, my goal today is to bring you to a point whereby you see how trauma affects your mental health and the effects and how trauma has resulted in affecting your mental health, the practical ways and how you can get over it. So that is my goal today. The ways in which trauma can, can find its place is number one, domestic violence, domestic violence, 
I always have in the past episodes, I always mentioned that chaotic family, a family where there's no love, domestic violence, maybe a child witnessed their daddy beat their mommy, maybe a child witnessed divorce, family separation, natural disasters, severe illness or injury, the, de- the death of a loved one, loss, witnessing an act of violence, witnessing it alone is trauma, sexual violence, rape, sexual assault and harassment, bully. Those are ways in which trauma happens. So right now, I want you to to try to remember, try to remember, just take a peep back into your, to your past and see those things that caused you pain. See those, see those things that were traumatic to you and one thing that you must understand is that trauma could be your 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 elder sister body shaming you trauma could be neglect trauma could be rejection yes trauma could be bully the way that each person interacts with trauma and traumatic events differs According to research, it has been seen that the way people in the way people react, the way people interact with trauma is different. For instance, we can we could have two sisters from the same mother in the same that grew up in the same environment under the same circumstances respond to trauma in different ways. Now, the first the first sister might have experienced trauma. Maybe for instance, their parents got divorced and the way that she interacted with it was that oh she just she just bought it and it, it it wasn't something that really wrecked her you know wrecked her and was so visible that people can know that oh something happened but the second person a trauma like the effect of that trauma on her mind it keeps making her feel at school she keeps feeling at school she can't concentrate she's distracted she's having flashbacks she's having post-traumatic stress disorder ptsd and it's so visible that oh this one this one is going through something while the other person maybe because of their personality differences just bodied it and she moved on whereas it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that she didn't go through that trauma and it doesn't mean that she has dealt with it but the way that we respond to trauma is different that's on one side so i listed out the ways that trauma could have happened to you to you it could be it could be your mom giving preferential treatment to your sib to your other sibling while you felt like you were not cared for or loved. Yours could be that you were feeling in school. Yes, yours could be that you were always feeling and um you just you felt like an outcast, right? Maybe I missed your peers, I missed your friends, or even in the family. Yeah. Yours could be that your personality felt like a disadvantage to you. There are are a lot of ways in which trauma can come up. There are a lot of ways in which we get traumatized. Yeah. And so, now, speaking on the four trauma responses, the fight, the flight, the fawn, and the freeze, I'll start by speaking on the fight trauma response. This is characterized by a person being defensive, a person struggling, 
a person has always been in a defensive mode over a particular situation. So it could be that maybe 10 years after an event has happened, that person is still being defensive about a particular situation. That person is still overreactive about a particular trigger. It could be a trigger and that person is just all over anytime that person senses that threat that person is just overreactive and defensive i move to the flight trauma response which is basically avoidance flight as in flight which is like running away escaping and so it's characterized by avoiding a particular situation effects of trauma are negative and so this flight trauma response that I'm talking about is basically avoidance and it's just about you know wanting to do away with anything that will make you that will make that will give you the same experience of what you went through. So I'll take us back to I don't want to tell us a little bit of my of my um history about the flight trauma response. I remember when I was in secondary school, I think that was when I was in my um, senior secondary school classes, SS1, SS2, at that point, I was failing. I just moved to a new school. So the new school that I got to, I just, I was failing. At my previous school, I was doing quite okay. Yes, my, my position was always between the first, second, third, and sometimes the fourth. But in my new school, that new school, I was in my SS1, my first SS1 result, I think I was 16th. It was really terrible. It was really, really terrible, I must say. And it got more terrible because my parents were not taking it easy on me. There was pressure from home. They got more harder on me. And the discipline they put me through got more harder. So I I didn't find it funny at all navigating that particular season of my life navigating that phase of my life it was a lot i must say and the only response that i had to that was just to leave i remember that at that point i was already speaking to my mom's sister which is my aunt that i I wanted to leave i wanted to leave home I didn't want to go again because he was ill at home because I was failing and you know my parents were really hard on me. Anytime they see me do anything that's apart from my books, I mean <laughs> it was they were always yelling on me and it was it was a difficult phase in my life because I just had to avoid it. So that's an example of avoidance. It was that that my, my failure in school was traumatic because it made me have low self-esteem. It made me susceptible to bullying. It made me susceptible to neglect. And, and you know, at the same time, at that point, I was dealing with neglect. I did not have friends. I was dealing with rejection. I did not have friends. Nobody wanted to be my friends. I didn't know what happened, but... Anytime I turned out to people, rich as people, you know, maybe for the people to be my reading partner, they weren't just having interest in it. And that made it more worse. So I, I really wanted to leave everything. I really wanted to not go to school again. I really wanted to not go home again. So where would I go to? So I was stuck. I was stuck. And so the next trauma response is the freeze 
trauma response which is being unable to move or make decisions it's just basically being stuck so people are, are like that in their lives because of what trauma has done to them they find it difficult and slow to make decisions they find it difficult to make progress they find it difficult to move from one phase to the other because because of the detrimental effect of trauma on their mental health on their spiritual health and even on their physical health now the last one I'll, I'll talk about here is the phone trauma response which is basically trying to please people people pleasing and this is the this is the trauma response that I had to deal with I was once a people pleaser I had zero boundaries I allowed anything to my life anyhow I gave out things a lot and you know because you, you give you give out things a lot you might think that you are nice you are kind there's a big wide difference between being kind and being nice you could be nice but you are not kind kindness is 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 more of is is a virtue and so at that point one of the trauma responses that I connect to so much that I dealt with so much is the fun trauma response because I just wanted things to not disturb me so I prefer that things just go without me visiting them and so that I can just have peace with myself and with people so having established the four trauma responses I've established that and we now know that there are four trauma responses it's possible that you have moved on and you are hiding trauma in various parts of your being. You could be hiding trauma in your brain, your mind, your heart, or your body. And one thing you must understand is that your mind and your body keep records of the happenings in your life. So something that happened to you while you were in, while you were in kindergarten or while you were... Um, while you were in church, in children class, and your teacher gave preferential treatment to one of your one of your classmates, and you felt like you felt neglected, you felt unloved, you felt like why didn't she give you that? Because at that point, you know, we are not, we cannot fully interpret some things. So the way that we, the way that we interpret them, we interpret them in a wrong way. Yes, that was a little child can find preferential treatment traumatic. That's why a little child can find neglect traumatic. Because she can't understand why you are not doing it to her, why you are doing it to others. And you are not doing it to her at that time. So your mind and your body, they keep records of the happenings in your life. And if you don't heal, you keep piling up debt for the future. Trauma manifests in various ways. It manifests in our relationships. Most people have on, they have trauma that they've not dealt with. That's why they have broken homes. That's why we have more numbers of die or of, of divorces, of broken homes, of separated families. Because the both parties, they refuse to work on themselves. They refuse to face the reality of their pain, of their past, of their trauma, of what trauma has done to their behavior. They refuse to deal with the trauma responses. There is no good that if that, that, that the trauma response does to a person. And that is why you have to heal. Trauma, trauma manifests itself in anger, shame, sadness, fear, anxiety. Some people are extra sensitive. They have hyper arousal. 
hyper arousal is also a trauma response where you you walk on eggshells around with people around you you think everybody's angry with you you think everybody's mad at you because of what you've experienced in the past i relate with that so well you start walking on eggshells around your friends you start you start thinking oh what have i done again you're not at peace you are always anxious there's no peace of mind for you so at this point you need to check through what kind of trauma have you experienced what are those traumatic events that have happened to you that, that, that have caused you pain, that keep manifesting themselves in anxiety, that when you remember them, you are so scared. When you remember them, tears fall off your eyes. When you remember them, you are sad. When you remember them, you have the same kind of experience you had, the same feelings you had then, you have it. What are those traumatic experiences you've, ex- you've had? It's high time you revisited them. If you don't, they remain the way they are and they keep popping them, their heads in various aspects of your life. They keep popping their heads. They can pop their heads in, 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 in relationships with your friends. And now you see that you are having more issues with your friends because there's something about you that has been undealt with. Because there's something about you that is just off. Because there's something about you that, that is, that is odd. And it's what trauma has done to you. Some people are dealing with insecurities in their relationship. So they have trust issues. So they, are, they keep having issues with their, with their friends. Some spouses have trust issues, insecurities, comparison. They have not healed from their childhood trauma. They are still babies in, 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 in adult bodies. That's what trauma does. Trauma keeps you stuck. Trauma makes you less of who you are. So don't be shocked if the reason why the reason why you feel like you're not connecting with people in your life is because you are you are still under the effect of trauma. Don't be shocked if the reason why you are feeling in school is because you are still under the effect of trauma. Don't be shocked if the reason why you are not having progress in life is because the effect of low self-esteem is still much on you. You might not be bold enough to say that ah. Oh, Self-esteem is still dealing with me. But you know. You know in the way you live your life. You know in the way you talk. You know in the way you think about yourself. You know in the way you think about people. You know in the way you interact with things. If we will be sincere with ourselves, we know the areas in our lives that need healing. We know the areas in our lives that need a check and that is where I want you to come to today come to a place of sincerity come to a place of sincerity one thing I've realized is that yeah God will help you but apart from God there is no other person that is coming to help you apart from when you first decide to be helped nobody can superimpose help on you nobody can superimpose change on you if you are not willing so the first thing is you have to be willing you have to be willing to say yes. I want I want to break free from the old of what trauma has done to me. I want to break free from what trauma is doing to my mental health. Some people are they are constantly they are constantly experiencing social anxiety because of what they've experienced in the past. Maybe in the past their friends bullied them and they feel like they can't they can't fit into social spaces. And anytime they go out, anytime they anger with their friends, they are always anxious. 
in terms of what people will say, in terms of what people are talking about. It's a lie. Trauma is a lie. And that is why you have to come face to face with the truth. You have to come face with face to face with what is the truth about yourself. Come face to face with it. It is um something that is of high esteem in my heart that people, individuals, in all layers, in all levels, at all cadres, will begin to walk authentic selves. Yes. That people begin to break free from the old of trauma. I know what it is to be under what trauma has done to you. Something might have been done to you when you were 10 years, but you are 50 years and you are, you are still, you are still under the effect of what it has done to you. Yet, you will see, you, yet, such person will say, I have a great mental health. No, that's not true. Anything that has a negative effect on the way you see yourself, the way you perceive people, the way you relate with your environment is traumatic. And this is your call to go back, sit yourself down and choose to heal. And I want you to believe that you can heal. I guess that's one of the things that, the first things that helped me in my journey was that I had to believe that yes, healing is possible and I can heal no matter what might have happened I said it in the I think in the last two episodes that when I was fresh in university I saw it face to face that I, I had insecurities insecurity was it was something that was a part of me and I did not know for years yes, I didn't know for years and it looked so difficult to break free from it, from people pleasing, hyper arousal. It was a lot. At some point, I, I, I felt like, when will I break free? Like, when, when, when will it happen? But I tell you, healing is possible. Healing is possible. And so that is why I want you to embrace healing today. And I want you to embrace it. Embrace it with every fiber in you believe it and begin to walk in it yeah so this is the first part of trauma and mental health we will be having a part two actually where we talk more deeper and give more practical experiences i love the fact that i'm able to talk about what i myself have gone through and i love the fact that I have these experiences and I can relate with this so much. So I'm not just talking from an empty vessel. I know what it is. I I know what it is. Yes, I know what it is. And that is why I'm talking about it. And that is why I want people to come into a greater experience of who they are called to be, of who they are supposed to be. That's why I want people to come into an experience of wholeness mentally and wellness emotionally because when you are not old mentally and when you are not well emotionally your human experience and productivity and purpose is truncated thank you for listening today thank you for coming with me on this journey again today it's been a great ride with you in it be mentally whole i mean it's it's massive it's really massive it's going to be a lot you know as time goes on and on and i know that i mean the world is waiting yeah 
the world is waiting so thank you so much for today's episode i i can't wait to release the next episode where we begin where we talk more deeper on trauma and mental health i hope that with all that has been said today you see a course to embrace healing and take that step to break free from what trauma is doing to you and what it has done to you and i pray that your experiences begin to change so thank you very thank you very much let me know how this episode has helped you let me know let me know i would love to know just click on the subscribe button follow drop your feedbacks drop your reviews and thank you very much until next time bye for now